Guys, I, I appreciate you all taking the time today. And uh, first off, I hope uh, you and your family are uh, are safe right now. And I know this is unprecedented times, and it's uh, affecting uh, everybody in our in our entire country. And um, it's um, unfortunate right now, but I do think that we need to um, think about. Our, our countrymen uh, that this is affecting, uh, whether it's people that this virus is affecting directly or, um, you know, our, our medical personnel, our uh, folks out there that, uh, that are without jobs right now. So it's tough times and uh, it's, uh, it's a time that we've all got to come together and figure out a way to work together and, and uh, to help solve this this crisis, um, but with that, I'll take any questions. All right, please uh, hit the raise your hand function, uh, and I'll go to you. We'll start with Rick. Hey, Coach, can you hear me? I got you. Hey, man, how you doing? I'm good. You doing okay, Rick? Doing well, thanks. So I'm curious, what uh, what is life like now in the Pruitt household as you all also try to adjust through these uh through these tough times well um we have school every day uh you know with a four and a two-year-old obviously school is a little different um uh, you know so my wife is uh, she's taking charge of that and uh i'm i'm handling the the extracurricular activities outside and um so it's it's we're we're trying to do like everybody else out there and and uh provide um opportunities for our children to improve academically and um you know and and at the same time uh i'm I'm working from home and uh, we've kind of continued uh doing the things that we would do from the office at this point. All right, let's go to Teresa, Associated Press. Uh, hi, Coach. Uh, I'm Teresa, and I'm now replacing Steve McGarvey, who's now up in uh, Milwaukee at the moment. But uh, when you think of Juwan Jennings and Nigel Warrior, the, the, the loss of pro, the pro day for them, uh, how much do you worry, uh, how much might that affect them not having had that chance to, you know, another chance particularly for Juwan to show what he could do? Well, I think these are two guys that uh, over the past year have put uh, a lot of really good uh, play on tape. Uh, they're both very consistent. Uh, you know, they both were very, very good playmakers for us this past year. Uh, they were leaders on our team. Uh, and if you look at them over the course of the year, they both continue to improve. I think their best football is way ahead of them uh and you know i i, I don't think it's going to hurt them i think uh teams will look and see how they played on tape and uh you know that's that's what they're if they're going to draft them or bring them into their organization they're bringing them there to play football and, and i think what's on tape over the past year has been really good for both of them all right we'll go to brent hubs Coach, you mentioned everybody is dealing with this in some way. What's the balance as uh, the leader of a program with 
how much football you talk and you do with your current players and how much of your conversations are more life conversations right now. How much ball are you guys doing with your current players? Well, we're doing very little. Um, you know, it's, it's our, the, the first priority for us is uh, their, their health and wellness and not only for them, but their family. Um, the next thing for us is, is the academic piece, the school part that, you know, everybody across the country is doing now, uh, online classes. So, you know, we still have a, we have a schedule every day for each individual player when it comes to their classwork and the tutors and, um, you know, so, uh, Joe, Joe Scoggins and everybody in our Thornton center have done an outstanding job, um, you know, figuring out a way to be successful academically through, uh, this process. And our, our staff has been there, uh, daily to help support that. Um, you know, and then obviously this past week, we've been able to do a little bit of football. And I, I think that's probably more than I thought it's, it's from a, from a mental standpoint, it's probably been good for these guys to, um, to get a little bit of normalcy about them and, and, a chance to communicate uh, about something that they love. Coach, our next question will be from Gustavo from WUTK. Can we hear you? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, Coach. Hey, can, you, can you hear me now? Yes. I got you, Gustavo. Uh, so, um, I mean, the season is still, as of right now, scheduled to start in five months. So. Do you expect this season to start on September 5 against Charlotte? You know, do you expect this date? Or how are you feeling about, you know, if the season is going to be carried out through September or college football will also be affected, of course, by this virus and, you know, push back? How are you feeling about that? Well, Gustavo, um, my, my first thoughts are, are with everybody throughout our country. Uh, you know, I, I've said this many times. Uh, you know, football is um, is a sport. It's a great it's a great game that's been really good to a lot of us, and and it's something that we all love um, doing. And and I know it's it's tough on um, everybody that's involved right now, but there's there's also uh, there's bigger issues out there right now that um, that are being addressed, obviously daily. Uh, you know, with our government and our, our um, people that's associated with the medical field. So, um, you know, whenever that time comes, uh, we'll be ready at Tennessee. Uh, but until then, we're going to do everything that we can to um, support the rules and regulations uh, that our university puts in place, our city puts in place, our state, our federal government. Uh, and, and that's all we can do. All right, Coach, our next question will be from Luis Fernandez. Hey, Coach, when all of this started to go down, uh, was there an initial kind of sit-down meeting with the entire coaching staff? Um, how did that go? How did you all hammer out a plan uh, for the team moving forward through all of this? Well, we, we leaned on uh, Dr. Dr. Chris Klink. Uh, the first thing we did was we tried to educate uh, everybody in our organization 
uh, about the severity of, of this virus, uh, uh, how it spreads, how to protect yourself, um, you know, and, and we, we did that on two different occasions before we turned them loose for spring break. Um, you know, not being able to predict the future, what was going to happen at that time. It was the early stages. I think it was maybe March the 12th. So, uh, and we've adapted, uh, you know, as things have changed across uh, our, our city, our state, and our country. All right, Coach, our next question will be from Blake from the New Sentinel. Hey, Jeremy, um, you got a new baby girl in your, your household. Uh, congratulations on that. Uh, I was just wondering uh, what, what that's been like, having uh, a daughter in your family, and, and um, you know, are you getting extra time that you might not otherwise get, uh, you know, right now if, if spring practice was going on? Well, it, it's something that I've absolutely tried to take as much advantage of it as I as I can. Uh, you know the the opportunity to to spend time with her. Uh, you know you don't you don't get these days back. You know she changes every single day. Uh, you know just growing and developing, and you know her own little personality. And so it's something that uh, I'm. You know I'm sure this is my my last baby, uh, so I'm really trying to take advantage of it. Coach, our next question will be from Austin. Will be from Austin Price. Hey, Coach. Um, obviously, we've not talked to you uh, since uh, Coach Fitzgerald uh, left for the Giants. I see some of your strength staff trying to lead, you know, the morning workouts and stuff via Twitter with videos and stuff. When you talk to your players. And I know you're saying you're not doing, doing as little football as possible. But when you talk to them, how much do you kind of stress, you know, just staying, you know, somewhat, you know, self-dedicated to making sure they stay in shape during this time? Well, first of all, with Craig, I mean, it's uh, – Craig had an opportunity to take several jobs. And, um, you know, it's something that I've learned a long time ago. If you, if you embrace the job that you have and – uh, you do a really good job at it. Uh, opportunities present themselves and um, opportunity for Craig and his family to get a little closer to home was something that, um, you know, that he wanted to take advantage of, uh, you know, and, and we have really good support within, uh, you know, the guys that were that are on our, our strength staff right now. Uh, they're doing a fantastic job. Um, they're very motivated, uh, and you know, there's there'll there'll be a time uh, soon that uh, we'll make a move with that position. Um, just kind of going through, um, talking to some folks out there and seeing what's the best way that we can uh, make that program better moving forward. That fits uh, my vision of where we want this program to be, um, but. These guys are doing an outstanding job, and, and hey, our players are they're motivated. Uh, you know, I see videos. They, they want to send videos every day of things that they're doing, and, um, you know, they, they definitely are uh, being creative in ways that uh, they can continue to sustain and improve uh, their, their uh, I guess, their, their strength and uh, their conditioning. Uh, so um, they're they're finding a way. 
Coach, our next question will be from Wes Rucker. Wes, you there? All right, let's go. Let's go to David Oven. Coach, uh, you got a question for Coach? Hey, I'm, I'm unmuted now. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right, Wes, go ahead. Wes, you missed your opportunity. Yeah, no, I need to work on that. I'll go. I'll, I'll go outside and do some push-ups. Um, Jeremy, when you just just, just walk that little dog you got. I, I keep seeing there that you little go. dog. He's a little one. Big heart. He's got a big heart. Uh, Jeremy, when when you I know y'all as coaches, you know you, you plan for everything you can during um, you know things that could happen in the game, things that could happen in the season. With something like this, is this something you ever could have imagined? And, and how, as a coach, do you go about kind of thinking about well, if it comes back in a month, we'll do this. If it comes back in two months, we'll do that. How how do you go about you know thinking about stuff like that? Well, the um, I, I I think from my experience, uh, and I really can go back to um, when I was a high school coach. Um, you know, it you you know, there's different circumstances for every student athlete. Um, you know, there's there's um, it's hard to predict what's going to happen. Uh, you know, especially with this virus, but going back and drawing on my experiences from high school, you know, you, you get creative, you find a way, um, you know, whatever, whatever the outcome is, whenever we, we do start back, uh, it's going to be the same for everybody. Uh, I think it's something that uh, you got to think a little bit outside the box and uh, figure out a way to be efficient uh, with your time um, and, and understand that, uh, you've got to have a really good teaching progression uh, when it comes to your your players. Uh, you know, every team's going to be different. Every every player's going to be different. Some are going to have lots of experience, and some are going to have absolutely none. Uh, but you got to find a way to figure out uh, who the guys are that can help you have success. And uh, that's something that you know we talk about every single day as a staff, whether it comes in. Uh, strength and conditioning, uh, whenever that starts back, uh, recruiting, uh, installs, offense, defense, uh, special teams. Um, so it's, it's something that, you know, we, we don't know when it's going to start back, but it's something that we've got to be ready for whenever uh, it does happen. So uh, we're, we're working on it every single day. Coach, our next question will go to Jesse. Jesse, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Appreciate it, Bill. Jeremy, um, Nick suggested uh, – Nick Saban came out, I guess, yesterday or today and kind of tossed out a hypothetical of perhaps folks will need 14 – or teams will need 14 practices, non-contact, just to kind of focus on the install and fundamentals before training camp. From a player safety perspective, just obviously – I know we're, we're, all, we're talking in a lot of hypotheticals here – but, but what do you think – how much time do you think guys will need to get ready before you before teams could actively go into a true training camp? Well, you can look over the, <clears throat> over the years. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's obviously changed. My freshman year, I was in college. Uh, we didn't report until August the 1st. Um, you know, the following years is, and that's the way it was for a very long time. You, you reported August 1st, you, you had two or three weeks of two a days and then you played, you know, the first Saturday of September. Uh, and then over the years, it, it changed to where, uh, guys started reporting during the summer, uh, and you had summer conditioning and things, uh, you know, so, um, we, we, we've been doing this a long time, uh, and, um, I'm sure everybody's going to lean first off on, um, you know, our athletic trainers, our, our strength and conditioning folks, uh, to figure out the right timeline. Um, you know, and, and, uh, I, I believe in, uh, the people that make these decisions and, uh, whatever, everybody comes to a decision, what they finalize and say, this is what we're going to do. Uh, I think it's going to be important, um, for each staff to have a really good feel, uh, cause every kid's not going to be the same. Uh, everyone's conditioning is not going to be the same. So you've got to use good judgment, uh, and, and just common sense to me as you, continue to grow and develop your team whenever this time comes. All right, coach, we'll go to, let's go to Eric King with the sports animal. Hey, Jeremy, with the uh, restrictions put on recruiting right now, uh, no in-person on or off campus recruiting, how have you and your, your coaches kind of adapted to that or maybe changed the way you approach it or, or have changed with those restrictions? Well, there's, you know, when it comes to uh, social media, it gives you uh, a, a really good opportunity to to communicate um, with this class. Uh, where there's really restrictions is on the next class because uh, you can't contact, contact them with social media right now or, or text. So it, it's tough to get those guys on the phone. It's actually pretty easy uh, to get this next class. So, um what you have to do and you have to kind of take uh the university of tennessee to them you know there's there's obviously uh when it comes to recruiting there's lots of guys that have been on our campus and then there's some that have not so uh we've got to do a really good job of being able um for them to get a good feel uh to what it's like on game day uh at tennessee what it's like in a classroom Who's the people that's going to be able to to, to kind of uh, help them grow and develop on and off the field throughout their four years at, at Tennessee? Coach, let's go. We'll go to David Ubbin. Yeah, hey, Jeremy, what, uh, if you can uh, walk us through, uh, first of all, what does kind of a day look like uh, for you and your staff right now? And uh, you mentioned the, the training camp. You know how many days you would think you'd need to have before the season started? Well, um, just for us, we have a staff meeting every day at 8 o'clock. Uh, and it's just to, to get the day started, we go back over recruiting calls and our players, any issues from the day before. Uh, when it comes to school. Um, so we, we, we know exactly what they're supposed to get done every day academically and 
we follow up and make sure that there's not any issues because we got guys all over the country and especially as people start working from home sometimes there's only one computer in a household uh, so being able to access that and being able to to get what they need to get done maybe some guys live in places to uh, their internet service is not as good so uh, just making sure that we're on top of it, we're proactive, not reactive, uh, and the academic piece. Uh, also, the part about rehab. You know, there's several guys that, um, you know, were not participating in spring ball for whatever reason and where they're at. And um, some of the guys are still in Knoxville, uh, and they're able to do that. But some of them have to do it, um, you know, whether it's FaceTime or, or – uh, you know, whatever the circumstance is, some cities are locked down now and they don't have the resources maybe to go get some rehab, but it's, that's something that we've really been working hard to make sure that our guys are, are going to be well when they come back, whenever that is. All right, Coach, we'll go to Mike Wilson. Mike, you there? Yes, sir. Um, Jeremy, also on the, the recruiting element, um, if you guys are – end up being unable to have your summer camps. How does that change the, the process of building a class and the evaluation process? I think it's very similar to what's going on in the NFL. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know how many prospects it is that go to the, the NFL combine. Uh, some of them work out, some of them don't. Some of them do some things and don't do others. Uh, so they really probably have to go back. Uh, and they have to look at what's on tape. Uh, they have to go back and uh, trust their scouts and the scouting department from their evals to when they saw practices. Uh, very similar to us. We have to gather as much information as we can um, so we can move forward and understand, hey, because you have to have a board. You have to say, okay, all right, here's the here's – the, um, quarterbacks that we're looking at here's where they're at here's the defensive backs here's the kickers here's uh, the centers the tackles the guards so uh, we have a plan uh, of how we uh, stack our boards how we evaluate the things that we're looking for uh, so we just have to do a really good job to gather the information uh, and make good decisions and trust our evals all right, Coach, we got time for a few more here. Uh, let's go to Austin Price. You there? Hey, Coach. I know we, uh, we always talk about attrition with, with, with the football team or basketball team each year. Um, you know, how do you think that this has affected a kid that maybe wanted to go through spring practice, see where he is on the depth chart, and then make a decision about his future? And then how do you think this has impacted grad transfers that are, you know, out there wanting to take visits and now can't um, and really don't have a football home? Well, it's, uh, it's definitely unusual circumstances. Uh, I know for us, uh, we got a team full of guys that want to be here, uh, and I'm excited about that. Um, you know, from a, a grad transfer standpoint, uh, probably most of these guys at grad transfer, they probably know where they're going before they ever enter the portal. Uh, so uh, I, don't, I don't know that, you know, how much of, a, of an effect it will have on that. Uh, I guess it's something we'll just have to see as we move forward. All right, Coach, we'll go to Vince. Coach, you, you mentioned it a little bit earlier about some guys staying and doing rehab. And 
uh, guys being spread out around the country. But did any of your guys have difficulty either getting back home or any unusual circumstances with any of your players? Because I know a number of those spring coaches talked about, especially with the international uh, players, trying to get them back home was a little bit of a challenge. Uh, no, our, our, our guys are they, – they got to where they needed to be. And, um, you know, that's one of the reasons that we check on them daily to make sure because circumstances are changing um, throughout our country. Uh, so it's, it's another reason we have daily communication with our guys to make sure that uh, just from a health and wellness that, that um, they're, them and their family are – are, are fine. All right, coach, we'll go back to David Ubbin. Uh Yeah, Jeremy, uh, Alabama has been using Apple watches to uh, keep track of their guys, um, just kind of uh, various uses for that. Um, I wonder what your thoughts were on that or if you guys are doing anything similar with the strike staff. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not very familiar with that. Uh, I know what we're doing. Uh, and, you know, right now it's, it's, um, you know, you can't mandate anything for your guys to do. Uh, but our guys, uh, are looking for guidance and instruction and creativity on things that they can do. And that's something that our guys put out every day. Uh, and it's something I, I look, I look every day. There's, there's schools all over the country that are doing it, uh, and it's interesting looking at these things. And uh, um, I think it probably speaks volumes to our staff and other staffs out there that the creativity that they've come up with um, in this unusual time. All right, Coach has time for one more. Anybody? All right, we'll go to Blake. Hey, Jeremy. Uh we're seeing some um, athletic departments and coaching staffs, um, coaches and administrators taking a, a one-year pay cut to, to cover some of the lost revenue through this. Have you been approached about that? And uh, I guess if it did come to that, how would you feel about that? No, I've, I've not uh, not been approached about that. It's, uh, it's unusual times right now, uh, and it's affecting everybody in our country. Um, and, you know, I just to start this whole deal, you know, um, people not being, having an opportunity, uh, to work, uh, and it's things that are really out of our control. Uh, and there's, and there's definitely, uh, from our standpoint at the University of Tennessee, we're very sensitive, um, to these situations, uh, which goes back again to why we check in every day with, with our players, uh, and their families uh, just to see exactly what their situation is. All right, Trey, Trey, you had one more question, I think, if you want to get it in. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, Bill. Uh, Jeremy, what kind of communication do you have with Philip Fulmer and also the SEC? Are you guys holding uh, any kind of meetings every other day to discuss potentially what's going on in the conference? And, and, you know, again, the communication with Philip Homer about some of the obstacles y'all will have to overcome. Well, I talk to Coach Fulmer usually daily and, and some days multiple times. Uh, and, you know, as far as throughout the SEC, there's a, 
there's a group of us coaches that um, that are on a, um, a text message, so we share information and um, you know, hey, we we all want the same things, right? Uh, we're all pulling for finding a way to to find answers for this uh, uh, virus, and and uh, you know, and we're we're all very much uh, aware. Uh, of what's going on throughout our our cities, our state, and our countries, and uh, you know, um, we're we're all just just hoping to to help find a way. All right, Teresa, this is the last one. I know Teresa, you had your hand up, so Teresa, AP, last question. Uh, coach, real quickly, uh, with this, this would have been spring practice. How are you and your coaches communicating the playbook with your players? Are you are you trying to, you know, keep to something of a schedule with the limitations of internet and and computer access at this point? Well, th this is the first week uh, that we've been able to to do any football, uh, and uh, again. Um, you know, a lot of it for us is uh, health and wellness checks, and we're 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 finding a a way to implement some football. Um, you know, on the days that we have those calls, and I think it's good for the players. Uh, it's something that they want. Um, you know, it's it's um, it's it's good for them to to uh, stay in contact with each other. It, it's. Uh, it's something that kind of draws everybody uh, to this game, uh, the game of football. It's so team-oriented, uh, and it takes everybody to have a successful team. Uh, and, you know, this this is one of those times during spring ball that that's where you're trying to create the identity of your football team, and we don't really have an opportunity to to do that per se on the field but we have a chance to do that in other ways, and that's something that we're working hard to do.